Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Fostering Resilience Podcast. My name is Barcela. For there is hope for a tree if it is cut down, that it will sprout again, and that its tender shoots will not cease, though its roots may grow old in the earth and its stump may die in the ground. Yet, at the scent of water, it will bud and bring forth branches like a plant. Job 14 79. Thank you so much for your support and thank you so much for listening. Today I'm going to be talking about from why to what next. Recently, I have been playing jigsaw puzzles. I've never played jigsaw puzzle before. I don't remember if I did play it at some point when I was a child. I can't really remember, but I'm not sure. But I recently got into it and... The one I'm working on is a thousand pieces and it's just all over the place. I'm making a lot more progress than I did during the first few weeks when I started with it. Some days when I want to put the pieces together, it looks so disjointed. Sometimes I'm frustrated. Sometimes I can only get one piece in and I kind of see my journey through grief as this jigsaw puzzle. I feel like after the loss of my mom, like my life just kind of fell into pieces and shattered. But I am now, through the help of God and the Holy Spirit, putting the pieces back together. Because now God is making something new out of my life. And I believe that's the same for you. I'm going to be talking about the story of Ruth and Naomi in the Bible to talk about from why to what's next because I know in one of the episodes I did recently or a while back (laughs) I was talking about the question why and how it's very easy for us to get stuck on the why of like why did this happen to me why me why am I going through this and being stuck on that question why can really deprive us from actually seeing the beauty and being able to pick ourselves up and move forward in this newfound reality, in this new life that we're living, which is the life after the loss of a loved one, which is the life after the loss of, after separation, after any kind of loss in any form. So today, I'm going to be reading a few verses from Ruth. I'm going to be reading, um, so... The, it's in Ruth. Ruth is in the Old Testament in the Bible. And I just give a brief summary. There was this woman called Naomi and her husband Elimelech. And they, there was famine in their land. And then they moved to a foreign land. And they lived in that foreign land for 10 years. They had two sons. And those two sons got married. But after a while, the husband died. And then after the husband died, the two sons also died. And so those two sons already had wives, Ruth and Orpah. And then Naomi was so devastated. She lost her son, her sons, two of her sons. Uh, well, those were the only children she had. She lost both her sons and she lost her husband. So she was childless and she was a widow. And she was stuck now with these two daughters-in-law that, you know, they, they probably haven't had children of their own. So she was just with them. And she heard that God had already 
provided there was no longer famine in the land where she was from in Bethlehem and so she decided to go back and her daughter's in-law wanted to go with her but she told them to to go back they should go back to their family go back to their kindred and their home Orpah left but Ruth stuck with Naomi and she said that your God will be my God your people will be my people and she moved with her now that's a brief summary when Naomi was getting into the land, the people of the land of Bethlehem, they said, oh, this is Naomi. We haven't seen her in a while. And she said, don't call me Naomi. She said, call me Mara. And Mara means bitter because she felt like she had gone with so much. She left with as a wife and a mother and she came back as a widow and as a childless person. Now, it's grief has the ability to consume us. But I do not want us to let it consume us because fast forward into the story I'm just gonna you know read just a little bit towards the end fast forward into the story Ruth was like the one that kind of got used to help Naomi to get over a grief and to be able to accept this newfound reality with a new perspective because in the end Ruth was got married and she had children and Naomi was able to you know be able to have that grandchild and be able to see joy and experience life and experience joy again my point is grief has it it's the inside grief there is an ability to experience joy i will explain you can liken grief to oh i know what i'll tell us you can like grief i don't know if you've heard about the lotus flower the lotus flower is a very very beautiful flower that grows in muddy waters and when i was reading about it there was a particular one i think it's the blue lotus flower that has the ability at night it covers itself in the mud and then in the morning, it buds again, and it's so beautiful, and the mud has got nothing on it. It's living in the mud. Now, for us that have experienced loss, I can let's 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 paint this scenario. Let's liken that grief to be the mud. Let's liken that sad situation to be the murky waters. But we are aware of our grief, is what I'm saying. We are aware that we have experienced this loss. We are aware that we are going through this pain. But we are not allowing that to affect our core, our identity, who God has called us to be. Instead, we are drawing lessons. We are drawing strength. We are drawing, we are being able to see different perspectives to help us as we journey through life. And as we become the best version of ourselves, we would not have said it time and time again. It's not like as if we're going to get over it. It's not like as if we're going to wake up tomorrow and going to be like, oh, well, hmm. Like, and just forget that person or like, or just say, oh, we're just removing that person from my life entirely. No. But we have, like, we don't know how powerful we are. We don't know how much God has placed inside of us to be able to still use this pain 
to still fulfill purpose, to use this pain to still be who God has called us to be. So I'm going to read a little bit from Ruth. I'm going to read towards um, the end of Ruth. Um, so Ruth got married to uh, Boaz. Yeah, he got married. She got married to Boaz, who was one of the relatives of Naomi, and it was known as a kinsman redeemer. So, like when when someone dies, so a relative from that can redeem the woman, the widow of the, and she was redeemed. And um, so I'm going to read this. I'm going to read from Ruth, chapter four, and I'm going to read from verse thirteen. Says, so Boaz took Ruth and she became his wife. And when he went in, in to her, the Lord gave her conception and she bore a son. Then the woman said to Naomi, Blessed be the Lord who has not left you this day without a close relative. And may his name be famous in Israel. And may he be to you a restorer of life and a nourisher of your old age. For your daughter-in-law who loves you, who is better to you than seven sons, has born him. Then Naomi took the child and laid him on her bosom and became a nurse to him. Also the woman gave him a name saying, This is a son born to Naomi. And they called his name Obed. He is the father of Jesse, the father of David. Isn't that amazing? The Naomi from going from a point of pain, from going from a point of coming Mara, coming bitter, to being along the descendants of Jesus, to to be the one that nursed Obed, then that gave birth to Jesus, that gave birth to David, where Jesus comes from the line of David. Isn't that amazing? That we can there can always be a, there's always a rainbow in our cloud. Now, sometimes we have to take it one step at a time. There's no need like it's not so I'm trying to find the right word. It's not like we would just, we are going to shake it off. You know what I mean? It's not like we're going to shake it off and say, oh, that's it. I'm done. No. But we have the innate ability to be the best version of ourselves. In spite of our pain. In spite of our loss. In spite of our grief. It shouldn't consume us. We shouldn't allow it to be the entirety of our lives. We should allow God to walk in and through us to be able to show us what's next. We should move from that space of why me? Why is this happening to me? To say, what's next? How can I be the best? How can I? What's going to come out of this? God, like, what do you want to come out of this? I'm in so much pain right now. I am hurting. I miss my loved one. I I am just frustrated. But I need you to help me. I need you to help me and tell me what's next. Sometimes it might be as we taking up new hobbies and starting up. So one thing I did that I'd never done before, I started coloring. I did a lot. <laughs> I tried a lot of things through my grief process. I journaled. Journaling, I think, is very, very good. 
I feel like it helps us to just be by ourselves and just pour out our hearts. It's so nice. And when I journal, I kind of write it like a letter. And I kind of like write like I'm talking to someone. And weeks after, when I pick it up, I'm like, oh, I wrote that. Sometimes that it helps you to unburden. You can do that. You can take up new hobbies. I personally, and I will talk about that in another episode, one of the things that I used to heal and I'm still using to heal is music. I music is like my strength, it's like my safe space. It's that space where I'm able to pour out my heart to God and tell him how I feel and just let it go. Another thing I can encourage us to do is to take on a posture of gratitude. The event of grief in our life, the event of loss in our life should not take away from the ability for us to be grateful because there are many things for us to be grateful for so far we wake up we open our eyes and we're still here and we're still breathing and we have breath in our lungs we have a lot of reasons to be thankful our situations could be much worse you can say oh you don't even know what i'm going through yes i don't know i'm not gonna say i know i'm not a soothsayer and i don't see things like that but I have to tell you, there's so many things for you to be grateful for. You open your eyes. You can see. If you can see, you can hear me. You can speak with your mouth. If you can speak, thank God for the gift of sign language. You can you can communicate with others. You ha- your Thank God for, you know, there was a time all I could thank God for was for keeping my mind. Was for keeping me sane. Because... At some point, I felt like I was going to lose it. (laughs) But just for keeping my mind, for me to wake up and still be in the right sense of mind, that's enough to be grateful for. For the people that God has put in our lives, that's enough to be grateful for. For us, even being able to stumble on this podcast and listen and just think and just say, I am grateful. I am here right now. In this moment, and I am grateful. So I really want us to go out there. Do not let grief consume you. You have the ability to be the best version of yourself in spite of your loss. Your loss should not be the end of you. Like Naomi, who, who lost her husband and her two sons, and was able to still be a grandmother and, and take care of a child that would later birth the bloodline of our dear Lord Jesus Christ. You have the ability. You carry glory. You have so much potential, so much untapped potential that if we allow our grief to consume us, we would lose that uniqueness. And and God doesn't want us to lose that uniqueness. We are here to shine as light in this world. We are here to be the salt of the earth. So I'm really encouraging us today to take one step. Just, in fact, I don't want us to do too much. Just take one step. One step after the next. Don't think about the whole, the long haul. Don't think about the next, the next, the next. We will get there, definitely. But just start with one step. One step after the next. And then the next day, you take another step. And then the next day, you take another step. As time goes on, time, time has an ability to make things better. 
it won't necessarily, time can change our situation. We've experienced this loss, but time has a way to make us feel better and be able to, you know, navigate this new terrain. So I'm just encouraging us today. You can do it. You have that ability to bounce back. Please don't stay down. Move forward and God will help you. I will be praying for you. I love you all so much. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for everything. Do take care of yourself. This is Fostering Resilience Podcast. My name is Basala. God bless you. Go out there and be who God has called you to be. Thank you. I'll see you in the next episode. Have a good one. Bye-bye.